0: Three things happen. The child breathes. Whatever this fruit was or did, you see these wounds closing, this ice uh, that has peppered the the front of this child, this torso, these awful, awful blood-red wounds are sealing. The second thing, is the injured witch hunter, eyebrows singed, chainmail frosted, and hair static stood from under his helm, lifts a dagger and rushes to the unconscious sorceress on the ground, shouting, the guard, the guard to me! And the third thing is down the street, shouts in response and the unmistakable sound of hooves. What do you do, adventurers?
1: There's hooves 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 i'm just looking to my eye. i have no fucking idea i am going to
0: i am going to go retrieve the body why ditherest thou bastard there lies rather there rises thy rightful sovereign high king menno of that name the 7th perform <laughs> thy duty and see him buried within his holy sepulcher wait what perform thy duty and see him buried Within his holy sepulchre. First of all, is she like me? And uh, as you look over, the the soldier is uh, pulling up the woman's uh, uh, head with a fist in her hair, grabbing at her chin and trying to force open her mouth with his dagger upraised. Who? She? The speaker? Leave her to her fate. Untrained as she is, she were sure to die soon. Better at the hands of fools than in the jaws of Divels. With fools, at least, there'll be enough for burying.
2: Oh, shit.
0: And as you see uh, that the, this guard is trying to, is, is positioning the dagger about to do something to mm. this woman's face, you can see that her lips and her cheeks are, are blistered and burned as though she had eaten a coal.
2: Oh, shit. Uh, can we see other, like, I know we hear the, the hooves, mm-hmm. but can we see anyone on their way?
0: I think definitely there is commotion at the end of the street, but it's mostly, I think, townspeople getting out of the way. Mm. The threat of something is arriving.
2: And she's still unconscious, though.
0: Yeah. I think McGowan's going to book it.
2: I think he is. He just says, where where do we go? To
0: the royal lands of Usar, bastard. Which is which way? Vaguely north. Are you with him? Aye. Then let's go.
2: And I am going to haste both of us and run. You're going to twin that? Yeah, I'm going to twin haste and going to run. Uh, which way? Vaguely north. The way out of the city for, for whatever whatever way from here.
0: And you're trying to leave out the north gate, mm-hmm. also known as the brass gate. Mm-hmm. And you remember you heard things, uh, some sort of parade or something in the central square. Great, Just a couple uh, streets uh. away. So I think you book it out of the eastern end of this alley and catch just out of the corner of your eye as the the three of you plus the dead form of High King Menno, the seventh of that name. You <laughs> see uh, and hear the the snorting and, and the the stamp of hoofbeats. I think McGowan, uh, perhaps struck by some pang of remorse, you look back to see the woman and the guard has is in the process of cutting out her tongue. Mm.
2: I think he feels bad about it, but at this point of the shit that has happened in the past, what, less than hour? Yeah. uh, I don't think he wants to push his luck anymore.
1: justify it.
2: I don't think he wants to. I think that it's at this point he thinks that that's a real witch because he doesn't believe that he is like they're claiming that he was. But if she's summoned demons and shit, I think he's out.
0: McGowan, as you try to keep up with the the towering, uh, graceful form of Yora, uh, those long—not graceful.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: I, I would think more like easy running, like a tiger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that okay? A long stride. Long stride,
1: baby. Long stride.
0: McGowan, as you try to keep up with the long, boof 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 strides of Yora, come hither. <laughs> uh, you oh, yeah. uh, notice uh, just sort of, I guess, academically that the figure is not the the master of the arena anymore, but is again mm-hmm. that cloaked figure with uh, unclear eyes and hands and that, that dark, dark cloth robe with just spiraling blue patterns of thread on it does not walk or run, it glides to keep pace with you. Mm. And uh, I don't know if there's really time to sort of confront that information, because even more hooves and, and soldiers and and the, the sound of our uh, activity and shouts from other buildings, other stores, you see other storefronts being raided in this way. You don't see any of these magical explosions, as you saw on this street of the Dyers and the Tanners, but you do see more and more activity, until finally, as you are creeping your way north, uh, again avoiding that that whatever that ruckus is in the central brass plaza, you are eventually unintentionally cut off. Ahead of you, you can see shining armored knights with those purple sashes slashing down the front, getting off of muscular, just mean-looking stallions, war horses, uh, as they are ushering forward a paddy wagon from which you can hear the moans of incarcerated peoples as they're being led through the streets. And then, again, behind you, the the feet and the the hooves come even closer, now netted in on either side before a door swings open next to you. A beautiful older woman hisses as though she would spit venom. Get in, you fucking idiot! McGowan, obviously, this is Rose. What does she look like?
2: I think that Rose is a red-headed woman, uh, a stout lady, but also pretty tall. Obviously not Yorah tall, because no one is. But I think that Rose is uh, pushing six foot. She's about 50, uh, and she's just got that. (laughs) She's got uh, confidence uh, of a woman who's seen a lot of shit, and obviously uh, she gives McGowan shit a lot of the time. They have a very like they butt heads a lot, and they're kind—they of, are on again, off again. Yeah. Uh, so there is definitely familiarity there. And So if he, he sees her, he's ducking into her place uh, without her, hesitation, just like yeah, I'll go in there.
0: Her, her Tanner's apron uh, it, it holds a all bevy of of. Uh, awful tools uh, and, and things that could be used for the leatherworking trade. And actually, in her hand, you see that she has a, a pretty nasty scraper. And as she sees you, she throws, throws it into her uh, her apron and slams the door open even wider and says, And your big friend? Hey, right, come, come. Where is Ma'at going? Uh, Ma'at has been following McGowan. Okay. And that is perhaps strange as well, since all Ma'at said was vaguely north and then just has taken your lead from that point onward. Mm, Cool, well I will follow then inside. And just as you do, there's a shout from down the street. Rose hustles you into the the first floor of her tannery, of her tanner shop. Can you describe it for me? There's like what it looks like. I'm sure there's all these awful smells and like chemical vats and stuff for making the finest leather goods and such.
2: Oh yeah, it's definitely it's not a mess in there. Like there are horrible smells just mm-hmm. from the processes that are happening. But as far as her shop itself, she keeps a neat shop, and I think she takes a good amount of pride in that. Uh, it's something that McGowan respects about her because he always tries to keep his smithy tidy and you know respect his tools and his workplace. I think he likes that about her as well. Uh, but it's, it's no frills, but it
0: is neat. No sooner than you have entered this shop than she slams the front door and booted feet uh, begin to... Uh, slam down in the street outside and you can hear rapping on a door down the street and rapping on a door across the street uh, shouts and, and orders and commands as doors are being opened and more and more boots come and finally there's a rapping at this door without hesitation Rose flings open an iron hatch in the ground and hustles you in Before you can protest, she's pushed you down into her storeroom and slammed the hatch shut above you. Though muffled, you can hear this commotion in the street. Doors being slammed, these boots uh, on the ground, so to speak, now the rapping at Rose's door above you. I think you're in this dark, evil-smelling storeroom uh, where you keep all sorts of chemicals and and tanned hides that need to be kept down in the cool and the dark. Finally, Rose shouts to the door, I'm coming, I'm coming, uh, and, and opens it just a crack. There are tense words, an argument that you can't make out, and you can hear boots click against the stone floor as the door creaks open and Rose lets in whoever's outside. Click against the stone, left, right, and then towards the hatch. Another tense undercurrent of words, a conversation that you can't quite make out. And Rose says, Devils, damn the moon in the sky, another fucking inspection is it... You're looking for contraband zebra? Uh, the guard says, Huh? Rose says, I've already paid off two of you this week, and I suppose you'll be wanting some too. From the guard, a confused, Ma'am? And Rose says, Here. And you hear the unmistakable clink of gold. Get the fuck out, get a drink, choke on it, and tell the taxman to give me at least a week before I see your fuck ugly faces again. A short while later, the hatch opens, and Rose, alone in the room, looks down at you. Devil's damn the moon, McGowan, but you're the most expensive boyfriend I've ever had. Get the fuck off my skins. He does. Now, we can pass the time. Mm-hmm. We can figure out what it is you guys want to do. The conversation that you need to have with each other, with Maat. I think Rose pulls you out into the main floor of her tannery. Mm-hmm. And the, the commotions outside have died down. I think it's around 2 p.m. In the darkness of the room, Ma'at has reassumed the form of that uh, disgusting uh, slave master, arena master. Hmm. Uh, Sort of sits very serenely, a very calm look on their face uh, in Rose's tannery. Bastard, is this part of the plan? No, there is no plan.
2: You shut up for a second. Rose, I'm terribly sorry about this. I don't know what's going on. There's all kinds of shit going on around the city, but... You, you are just a robe, and who are you, first of all, and why you keep calling me bastard?
0: Bastard, you are a bastard. Oh, you are upset with me. I do not mean it in a pejorative sense, bastard. I only mean that you are an untitled. I only mean that you are untitled. You are of the land of Usar, but not from a noble lineage. You have the spark. What, you talking about my, my gifts? Yes. Okay, but untrained though thou art, yes, you have the spark. And oh, okay. So therefore, you owe fealty to the last High King of Usar, Menor the Seventh, who is beginning to smell. And that's him, I assume. No, this is Yora. Behold, thou, this Yora. She is freed. No, no, the guy. Oh, yes.
2: The the corpse. Yes.
0: Yes. But also, who who are you? This is Yora. Behold her. She is a freedwoman and in royal employ. Look, thou, treat her accordingly. Alright. So you work with him? This thing?
2: I do for now. Alright. Um. So you're trying to get me to go to to Usar? Yes. Above table, would McGowan be aware of where this place is? What this is? History check. I would love to know, because also like, does he consider himself like of this land? Super like, not.
0: Great. Definitely not of the one that uh, uh, Ma'at is speaking about.
2: Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out how
0: much of this makes
2: any kind of sense at all to him. Certainly.
0: I think McGowan is from wherever you want McGowan to be from. Mm-hmm. The the time scales that I'm sort of dealing with means that there could be any amount of blood in his lines that, that Ma'at is referring to. Okay, cool. I think it's pretty distant then history that's a 16. yes uh I think you know uh what maat continues to refer to as usar you only know tell of a legend of a city named usar that was destroyed for uh, meddling with devils and therefore the gods rightfully and righteously uh smote it kind of like a like um like a Sodom and Gomorrah kind of thing okay uh, and that this was uh or, or that this is now used as a parable in the church of Tegem uh, that uh you shouldn't do witchcraft. You shouldn't consort with devils because God will smite your city. All right. So you want me to take this corpse
2: along with she's a, she's a hired hand, I guess. You you're a free
0: woman, you're just hired on. Still
1: holding the corpse.
0: <laughs> to this
2: place for to to what end? I
0: to mean, lay High King Menno the 7th to rest in the land of his
2: forefathers. Right, but why must I do that? Because I'm a bastard? What, what do I get for taking, taking this body, the Usar?
0: Get. What, what, why, why? what does one get? What does Ma'at get? There is no get. Ma'at is bound. You are the last. This was the last king. You must. Wait, you said I am the last? What do you mean I'm the last? The blood is extinguished. This was the last royal. I am lucky to find even a mongrel such as a bastard like yourself. I do not mean to upset you again. I apologize.
2: So what are you trying to say? I'm a royal? You're just saying I'm descended from just Joe Schmo, some fucking asshole from this place.
1: Famous
0: bard.
2: Famous bard Joe Schmo. McGon, can I have
1: a word with you?
0: Yes. Uh, I think Rose pulls you off into uh, the next chamber, <laughs> leaving. Can I listen to this conversation <laughs> if, you if you like. Attempt to. Uh, yeah, I. I'm I, I, gonna like
1: f- lean against the door. Bullshit. Yeah, uh, gonna, like, give
0: me just a, a, a perception check then, as you are uh, attempting to actively <laughs> listen. Ma'at, I think, floats with you, mm-hmm. like, serenely sort of stands up and Rose, like, holds out a hand and says, I'd like to speak to Magowan alone, or the bastard, as you call him. And Ma'at says, oh, I did not pick up on that, and floats back to the center of the room. A 15. I, I think you hear, uh, this. Magowan? Hey. I... What the fuck? <laughs> Are you a witch, then? No. Are... I'm not a witch.
2: I've never... Your gift? I... Rose, I have never consorted with any devils or demons or anything like that. What I believe if, that. I, you would have made yourself more handsome. You're fucking right. <laughs> I have what I what I believe is a gift from Crom, the the gift of uh, uh, blacksmithing. I I can mold the earth. Uh, it I feels innate. It's not. It doesn't feel like dark witchcraft to me. Mm.
0: And I have tried very very hard to not show it, to keep it hidden. My grandmother had the gift, you know. Really? Lived to 150. They called her medicine woman. Uh, I'm not gonna turn you in. I know you're not. Doofus? I know you're not. But I do need to know, um, your apprentice came by earlier. Ah, shite, yeah. Not the nice one. The shithead. Ugh. What is the name of your second apprentice?
1: When you were like, I've never consorted in witchcraft. I was like, my name's John Proctor. <laughs> More weights. I saw Goody Proctor with the devil. I saw a lot with the devil. There's a little bird. A little bird. What do you want, little bird? Oh, my God. It made me laugh so hard for a hot second. All I have is my name.
2: It's my name. Oh, shit. What was the judge's name in Crucible? Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Hawthorne was the asshole apprentice's (laughs) name.
0: (laughs) Hawthorne. Yeah. Okay, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonah's determined to ruin my sort of Arabic, uh, Judeo-Christian, <laughs> Palestinian, Mesopotamian steers, <laughs> but that's okay because you I'm already both named are. McGowan. Yeah, you both are like, and apparently Rose too are are strangers in a strange land, which I really dig. Yeah, I really really dig that. I think this is a land where that exists. Yeah, and I, I definitely think that a, a river city like Bahrain away. Here. Yeah, it, it, like unfortunately, it's a trade network, and this is just you were traded, and found your way here. Hawthorne. Hey. I don't know why I believed him, but he said you'd been arrested for witchcraft and that the smithy would be his and that any business would go through him from now on. (sighs) I truly don't give a fuck if you're gifted or talented more than the ones that I already know, but, um, I think you got a rat. Certainly sounds
2: like it. For what it's worth, they tried to arrest me, but, uh. Smithy's all blown to fuck now, and, uh... The whole thing. Good chunk of it. But I all know. of your work. I know, but my life was more important. And most of the witch hunters, the guards who tried to come after me, most of
0: them are dead. Blown to shit. Or I chopped them to pieces. You know how that makes me feel. I know. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, your lady friend, the one who doesn't talk much. I just met her, yeah. She needed clothes. Look at her. Sure, it wouldn't hurt to offer. Don't know if she'd take you up on it. I don't know what her whole deal is. While you talk to your spooky ghost man, Ah, uh, I was going to ask him not to do anything stupid, but... A little late for that. Yeah, a little late for that. Do you think you'll be leaving town? I believe so.
2: If they're trying to arrest me, I don't think there's any staying here. What happened to Adam? Got out. I let him out. Good. Don't think he's uh, too fond of me anymore. After seeing me
0: do what he considers witchcraft, but what are you going to do? Oy. Well, he's a true believer They wouldn't do anything to him anyway I hope not He's a good lad I'll go talk to your lady friend You're welcome to stay here as long as you need Alright
2: How close is it to Nightfall right now
0: currently? I think we're getting towards like three or four Yeah And I think Rose walks up to uh, Yora, who I think heard everything <laughs> yes. Says Right? Can you speak? Can you talk? I can speak You want clothes? Those don't show you off Well, they do, but not in the way you want
1: If you have something to spare Yeah But I don't want to put you out
0: No, no more than this motherfucker already has
1: If you Here. don't mind me asking Yeah How much did you pay? For this one? No To the man
0: earlier Forty? Fifty? Gold? It's no big deal It's no big fucking deal. Don't look at me like that. Do you want clothes or not? I can see your hoo-ha through that. What is a (laughs) hoo-ha? Why should I be ashamed of it? Come here. We'll pick something out for you.
1: I follow her. (laughs) With the dead body. That's not true. I think I put the dead body in the corner at this point.
0: I think Maat has been standing completely still in the center of the room and says, I did not wish to upset you. I heard every word, but I did not intend to. I was just here. Of course you are. All right, look, sit down. Just serenely, <laughs> calmly zoom into a seat. <laughs> Through a chair. Right.
2: <laughs> All right. She so again names Ma'at. You may call me Ma'at. Fine. And this is the old king who's fucking dead. High King Menor the seventh of that name. Correct. And you want me, the bastard, to take him to Usar to bury him in shape, right? Yes. Yes, you have been listening. I have been. I've just been trying to take it in. It's been a weird fucking day. Alright, look. I'll go with you to put this king to rest. I'll do that. There's no staying here anyway, so
0: what else have I got to do? It will look well upon thee. To who? To me. Well, I guess I could do worse. Bastard, I have not been entirely forthright with you. I can't imagine that. I know where Usar lies. To the north, vaguely, as I said. I do not know how to get there. I am not traveled. I followed the high kings as they descended in lineages from kingdom to poverty, to being a servant in the houses of lords, to poverty to farmhouses. I do not know where I am. Nor do I know the modes of transport that being such as yourself must take. Bastard... I need help. Aye. Well,
2: my, here's my question for you. If this is the last king of Usar, and he's laid the rest, what, does that set you free? Is that what you want? I will be free. I think I can help you with that.
0: My thanks, bastard. You picked a feckin' old bastard for this job. It is not ideal, I must admit. I
2: know. If it would come about 200 years ago, I'd probably be a lot more healthier than I am now, but here we
0: are. I can help thee, and Yora, the freedwoman. With what? I have the gifts. Of? The gifts. The gifts of Usar. Look! Ma'at raises one pudgy hand in the figure of this, this uh, arena master. Take that down, by the way. Take and it <laughs> instantly it disappears, and there's just that figure in those flowing dark robes with blue lines. And as you wave your hand, your hand became that of the pudgy arena master, complete with rings. Oh, what's this then? A glamour. An image. Alright. I hope it does not upset you. It upset
2: Yora mightily. I mean, I never thought I was attractive, but this is, uh, I gotta say, still a downgrade. I am not qualified to comment. So, uh, this is, uh, do you do this for both of us? And yourself? One. For one. Well, if we're gonna get out of the city, probably need to wait until dark. Do you know uh, the, the the spark? What how can I find out more about what it is? Where it where it comes from and why I
0: have it. I am very old, McGowan. Aye? I am very, very old. My memory is patched and Small. My memory has been one of a servant, of a caretaker. I am not what I was, nor do I remember all of what I was. There are beings such as I, there are beings that are old. Your friend sent several back to the howling nether, but I don't think they would have shared the information that you seek. I can tell thee this if it is thy wish to learn more, to grow more to understand the spark that is an easy thing for me to do in return for thy services as we journey i shall help you
2: do this thing you know Ma, i have been on a lot of adventures in my life and uh, a lot of them were a long time ago and i didn't think that i had any more ahead of me but uh, at this point i think that knowing what's happening to me is uh About the only thing I know to ask for, so, um... All right. I'll help you. We'll get you free. You won't be... Bound to... This line anymore. You won't have to be a servant. Whatever that means for you. And, uh... The... What, payment for this... Yora?
0: I have not yet worked out what it is that she wants. All right. How'd you find her? She was... She was bound, and perhaps may still be. All right. I should not like that. You understand. Indeed. Now, bastard, by land or by sea.
2: Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Bound. We hope y'all are doing all right this week. I know I've been feeling a little stir-crazy here at the house, but today is a bright, sunny day. We got the windows open to let some fresh air in, and we are doing good. So, love and good vibes to all y'all. Stay strong and stay safe out there. Now, I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our wonderful partner, Dice Envy. We know you're all cooped up at the house just like we are, so why not play some RPGs with your family or your roommates or whoever's there to pass the time, your cat maybe. And if you need dice, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to diceenvycom QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. And speaking of dice envy, make sure you check out our Twitter because, in honor of Animal Crossing New Horizons coming out, we are doing a Villagers themed dice giveaway. So go find us on Twitter at The Quest Company, enter the contest, and spread the word. We will draw a winner on April 1st. If you're a fan of The Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us, and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. Huge thank you to our newest patron, Harry, and thanks to listeners like Luke, who are already patrons and have increased their pledges. We are so very thankful, and we actually just passed our latest goal. In addition to the Muppets mini-campaign on Quest Code Jr., I will also be DMing a Pokemon side quest right here on the Quest Company. I'm in the planning stages right now for both of those things, so keep a lookout, and I will make sure to announce those as they approach. Again, thank you so much to our patrons for your generosity and support of the show. And if you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at Patreon.com/QuestCompanyPodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, QuestCompanyPodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at the Quest Company. You can also hang out with us in our Discord that we have for both Questco and Questco Junior. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. I'd like to thank Joe Lightus for running the game and editing this episode, along with all the artists whose music is featured in it. Thank you to Akash Gandhi for the song Eyes of Glory. Thank you to Amulets for the song Nocturnally. Thank you to Blue Dot Sessions for the songs Ultima Thule, Thule Racer, and Veins of Silver. Thanks to Daniel Birch for the song Danger Drone. Thanks to Kai Angle for the song Augmentations, Disciples of Steel, Dark Alleys, and Walking Stars. And thank you to Sir Cubworth for the song Unrequited Love. Ambient sound by TabletopAudio.com. Additional sound design by Slappy. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action. Thank you for joining us here at the Quest Company. knowing that it's vaguely north what lies to the north let's find those uh country maps so looking at the map this kind of mark here is where the city is that we're in currently yes you are on the river ue that flows to the sea with his prior adventuring career of his youth um Knowing the sort of terrain, like I see Usarian wastes on the map. Yes. That doesn't sound ideal
0: to the Norse. That, you are aware, is a desert, uh, an untractable desert that has not been conquered or or used or- or Sounds like someone needs to conquer it. Claimed, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) There's nothing really there but sand and death. Mm Mm-hmm there be dragons. It's kind of treated as a useful barrier like from other empires oh, and oh. such. It, mm. Who's going to cross the desert? Mm. Nobody's going to go conquer the people on the other side because they die of starvation or thirst on, so on the we're way. we're in Russia. <laughs>
1: we're like
0: in Sand like, okay. Russia, Sand mm. Russia. Like Strategically if, it but, but is... Like the
1: strategic of yep. like you have to deal with... This is Tundra. Life. Right. The desert equivalent. Not just fighting like, war. Yeah. Exactly. Uh,
2: and that is the barrier between here and the kingdom of Margos, which is
0: all the way Precisely. Alright. And there are several smaller uh, uh, kingdoms and, and states around the, the coast and such. Um, the, the rumors of the witches on the coast that the prince is going to go put down are to the east. I've always been more comfortable on land than on the sea. <laughs> I think Yora comes down. Uh, what simple garb has been provided? What would you like? I, I, I
1: literally think it's just like because here's my question. Yes, um, and it's just like it's Andrew continuing to be like I don't know that Yora cares, right? Um, I mean, wh- what would there be for a nine foot uh, thing? You know what I
0: mean? Like I still assume she's barefoot, base maybe, or like wraps, right? Best I, maybe Rose would have said, hey, do you want some of these, like, improvised, like, these sandals, and they're all the way the fuck too small? She's so she like stay barefoot right? at that point. Like, it's, it's my brain's going
1: through, like, the list of, like, what would you change if you were, like, a predatory being? Right. And it's you not much. I mean? Right. So, like, maybe just, like, some less rotten
0: loin, like, like maybe right. just, like, like, a half. Almost like a half tunic or something. Yeah. J- just something that is literally just, I'm putting this over me. Yeah. That's basically it. And Yora uh, uh, arrives. Now, Yora, Yora, this is the bastard. If I did not mention before, McGowan is his name. Are you familiar? Oh, and Maat gestures, and the <laughs> glamour gonna... falls.
1: I also kind of feel like Yora, after a improvised shopping trip, is kind of like the kid in the pink
0: bunny suit in, uh, <laughs> it feels in Christmas awkward. story, yeah. just like in Christmas story, just it. like. I think roses is, is like it, Yora wouldn't put anything up with shit. Wrong with Rose? No, no, just but you're like... right. But it's mostly that Rose is kind of intractable that this has happened at all. Yeah, it's stubborn.
1: I'm also just like an alien mind right now, right? Comparative to like people that
0: haven't experienced that. You know what I mean? Anyhow, forgive me, Yora. This is the bastard. He is called Macowan. Hi, hello.
2: We're um trying to figure out a. Course of action. Are you familiar with the wastes to the north, or with the coast?
1: No, I am not. Are right, either cold?
2: I'd imagine that either way, as long as we keep going up, it'll get colder.
1: Now this is where I wish to go.
2: Uh, never was one for boats, but if we got to the coast, it would certainly be faster to take a boat, take it north. I don't have a horse or cart, or anything like that. I'm sure we could... muscle our way into one if that was what we required, but... I haven't had to think like this in a while.
1: I spent time on a boat once, but never came above deck. But you're... I did not enjoy the experience, but I might, had I been able to see out. Purely from a survival standpoint, I suppose. Uh,
2: As much as I prefer the Earth... If it's wandering through miles and miles and miles of wastes, I, uh, I don't love those chances, but a coast? More opportunity for having equipment and food and drink and things we we would need for this sort of journey, I, uh, that might be the sort of thing we need. I require neither food nor water nor sleep. You know, I had a feeling you might. You kind of gave off that vibe. Do you know what he is? Some sort of spirit. He's old. Do not call him spirit. Some sort of some sort of magical being. It's been around for a long, long time. Did they tell you that they're bound to this king who's the last of this line?
1: Exhaustively. He's in the corner. I only assume the body's just like <laughs> just It's weekend over. at Bernie's
0: <laughs> I don't think she put him down with care. I think Rose has put like a sheet over him. So there's just not like, like a if dead If I'm going to be body. honest,
1: I assume that Yora's picking up and putting down this body has been very potato sack. Oh, yeah. Oh, that <laughs> like, makes sense. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any reverence for a dead corpse. And I don't think Ma'at has
0: ever like, like even mentioned that or taken yeah. notice. <laughs> well, when
2: the king dares lead the rest properly, Ma'at's free. Because this king's the last of this line. So uh I like the thought of uh if this is going to be My last adventure, going on a big fucking journey to set someone free doesn't sound too bad. Coast might be our best bet, though. Once we manage to get to there, I think going by boat will be faster than walking across the fucking wastes. And you can see, if you like it, being above deck. Very well. So then, we wait until nightfall, try and get out of the city. If the streets are still busy, if there's guards or what have you... I may be able to uh, have a way of fun angling those sort of things to give us a way out if we have to improvise.
0: You're a nods. (laughs) So it seems like you're plotting then to find a... Uh, a boat, either within, like, the harbor district of the city, uh, which could be the back of the way that Yora's come, down towards here. But the more commercial and uh, uh, actual, like, trade goods area stuff uh, would be right at the bend in the, in the heart of the city. Right near right where here. your shop was. Exactly. Near the shop. And... Uh, uh, more towards the actual mercantile districts of the city. Mm. And you want to wait till night. But I think first order of business is trying to get out of the city where
2: they are hunting down magic people. For sure. Uh, so to try to get out of there and then once we're, and that way also not have to backtrack through, you know, where my shop that's all blown to hell is. Um, but would there, would, the, the odds, and this is a question that I think, you know, if McGowan would know or not, but would our odds be better of getting on a ship more toward this mercantile district or trying to get out as far as something that would be going to the coast and trying to get out of
0: here? Um, Certainly. that's a Yeah, that's a fair question. Uh, I feel like... Either would work in any real sense. I feel like this is mostly used for like the surrounding grain fields and stuff, and like it's where you would like throw sacks of flour or whatever onto a boat, okay. whatever. So whereas trade...
1: smaller ship versus bigger ship, yeah, Got
0: barges you. and such would be here uh, within the the city's walls, um, and probably the greatest number of people willing to stop and take on passengers. Mm, okay. Um, or whereas you know the the ability to actually like commandeer one would probably be up here. And and, uh, but what, what else was I going to say? Uh, oh, I also wanted to be clear. Uh, I don't think your shop is, like, in rubble. Okay, cool. I think it's, like, there was an explosion on the main floor, mm-hmm. right, that fucked up a lot of people okay, and probably cool. has done a lot of damage. But as, when you left, it was not in ruins, right? It was just fucked.
2: Okay, that's super helpful. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: sorry if that wasn't clear.
2: No, you're cool, because my brain was like, it's blown to hell. But if it's still... Not
1: totally blown up. Back on the menu,
0: boys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would love to. I was so wondering why we weren't going back to your shop, and now I know why we weren't going back to your shop. Because I
2: had in my brain that it was much more blown to hell than it is. (laughs) But if that's an option, I would love. I would love nothing more than to go and kill Hawthorne and get some shit potentially that could help the both of us.
1: I have no qualms with any of it. But I would love to
0: do a murder on Hawthorne. So you
1: know, Yura uh, does not have a game plan.
0: <laughs> Seems that way. Uh, Maat has like a two-line game plan, and that's basically it. <laughs> cool. Let me... Being free is a new experience.
1: <laughs> and I can't even imagine what I mean, just like no possibilities to endless possibilities would be like. Right? From right, being like, like,
2: this is the only thing that I have to worry about is killing what's in front of me. Your to
1: wake up and kill a thing in front of you and go to bed. Yeah, or die. Versus, you can go anywhere, do anything, be anyone. Yeah, but also you don't know the rules to this world. Right, you
2: got to figure out the rules and figure like, out who you are and how you in fit in it. She's in the
1: figuring out rules stage of life right now. That's so interesting to me. She is a toddler of death. Right,
0: almost like what wilt thou do when thou art free? Uh, almost. <laughs>
2: But I love that like I love the juxtaposition of these two who he like who thought that he was done with this shit and she who's like new and figuring all that out. I love it. I think that I should be the one who's like disguised.
0: Sure. Uh since I you're, was you're the one, one who was actively yeah. being hunted. Yes. So Maat is now floating robes, floating robes. But at least it's dark out. True. Mm, I'm we're just we're hunt- not
2: both of you um, disguised or no, like no, he no. was he only was one, one at a time. One. Uh I think I'd rather take the floating robes risk after nightfall.
0: The bloody sunset has given oh, I'm way. Sorry, I was trying to snap so that you can.
1: Oh! Uh, and it was a good one too! I was the like The bloody sunset has given way.
2: I was trying to give you a spot. And the, then I snapped right as you started speaking. To
0: the,
1: to the stars in
0: the sky. You just all you know how to do is gulp seltzer and smite. <laughs> the bloody sunset has given way to the dusk. Of Baran Uwe, you are disguised as whom? You have used the gift of Ma'at to change your f- appearance into what? One of my
2: customers who just comes in uh, fairly frequently, but who I'm pretty sure is out of town. Uh, just a middle-aged human man. Uh, it's It's... Craig. Craig. Craig's very nice. I was about to say
1: his name is Kevin, (laughs) and then Jonah just actually did it. All right. Actually was like, let me ruin it again. (laughs)
0: South Baran-Uwe, Indiana. (laughs) That's where we are. Everybody's name is Kevin. It's Craig. (laughs) It's Craig. So Craig, but it's spelled like K-R-E apostrophe G. Craig. Craig. Yeah, yeah. Craig. Craig, hey, craig. craig. It's 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 actually like craig. Uh, your regular customer I want more swords. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's I want another Conan. sword. My it's my regular I need more swords. I broke the me. last three. My my breaking them with my
0: muscles. My regular customer. Consumer. The bloody sunset has finally given way to dusk. Uh you are disguised as Craig. And what is the last thing you say to Rose?
2: Damn. Rosa, I don't know if I'll be seeing you again after this. I don't know if I'll be back from whatever the hell this is, wherever we're going. I hope to.
0: I spent 70 gold on you motherfuckers. You better come back.
2: The price has grown. In that case, <laughs> guess I don't have a choice.
0: I'll be back. And I think you smooch. It's nice. For sure. Even though you look like Craig. Is, I always wonder what it would be like to smooch Craig. Really? No. Good. Craig. <laughs> Listen, the tawny-skinned Craig. <laughs> Hither come, come Craig. Craig. <laughs> he who works at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Poorer of shakes. It's like Saxby's,
1: but with more bigotry. <laughs> Tis always his pleasure.
0: <laughs> Would you like some blood with that?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> on my way out, yes, I was going to leave more, but then I feel like she lied to me. So Yora's gonna leave
0: uh just like tin gold on the way out. Uh in a way that he she notices. That she doesn't. Great. I think you just sort of like drop it, it you know, uh surreptitiously on a on a on a tanner's workbench, and you head off into I was straight
1: up gonna give her more, and then she was like <laughs> seventy, and I was like, This bitch be
0: lying. <laughs> <laughs> she can't be stopped. Oh Rose. She's cool as hell. As you pass through the streets of Uwe, uh there is the feeling that something awesome has happened—not in the "oh, awesome" kind of way, but like full of awe, full awe of awe. Inspiring. That something has changed in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, every there, there are no retaliatory riots. There is no uh, response to the, the 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 depredations of the guards as they have been. Uh, uh, committing these acts of violence, these witch hunters, these raids all day. Uh, you can hear sorrow and and grief, and you see the uh, the the sort of the results of the raids today. You see splintered doors. You see a, uh, a a set of cobblestones that still has not been scrubbed free of the blood that was on it. Very rarely, in one spot in particular. Uh, you see scorch marks and uh, uh, you see twisted and and bent uh, uh, market carts that have yet to be cleared away and uh, the stench of ozone, the stench of magic uh, permeates these areas as guards um, patrol them more than any other place. And I think you are not... uh, Molested in any way. I think that with Maat in the shadows, uh, their their cloak is uh, already—it's less noticeable uh, in these shadowy streets. Uh, Yora not gathering attention other than uh, the sack on her shoulder that uh, Rose provided. Yeah, I think just a big potato sack or something, something similar. Makes sense. I, I would I have crushed him as, on in as there. As the last king of uh, Usar is is crushed into this
1: this sack over his shoulder. Was going to ask about cremating him at some point, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a, I think it's above
0: her pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right. like
1: Andrew's like just cremate him. That's right, way easier. Easier,
0: yeah. Put him in your bag. Um, <laughs> uh, here we go, King. There are very few people out and about that are not hurrying home or or hurrying to their work or uh, shutting their 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 shop windows, shutting their doors and you make it down towards your street. What is your street called? Like is it the street of the Smiths or the, the Tinkerers Alley White Aryan Street Craigland. <laughs> Craigland. This is where the white people in this city are I think it's called the Maker's Path The Maker's Path, I love that Oh, that's really good. Well done Jonah Thank you, Thank good job you. Good. And I, I think, true to its name, it's not just smithies here. I think there are tinkerers and carpenters. and Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> it is, It is therefore, near uh, the harbor districts and the mercantile areas where their goods would go to uh, presumably be shipped to Fruise or to Taris. uh Give me a perception check, both of you. Okay. Nat 20. Holy shit. It's bad. Uh, Six. Th- you are on high alert, uh, McGowan, and as such... The the slightest whispers in the streets um, stick out to you, and you begin to piece together what happened today. Mm -hmm. The raids were sudden, they were unannounced and they were vicious. Entire uh, swathes of people, people who had never had a bad word spoken about them with with regards to witchcraft or other, and then actual people who witnessed uh, some form of magic or or witchcraft and those uh, individuals being uh, wrestled to the ground by scores of guards, Uh, their mouths either bound, their hands tied, or in certain cases, actually, their tongues being cut out uh, to prevent them from casting any magics. Mm. But overall, the, 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 the common theme is that people were loaded into paddy wagons and taken to the brass square in the northern plaza of the town, uh, where the prince himself and the child held court. Seven witches were sentenced to the Tree of Woe, Contemplate this on the tree of woe. You know what it is, boy? <laughs> many, many more uh, accomplices. People who were found to have been working with or near witches uh, were sentenced for the lesser crime, conspiracy and abetting witchcraft. These people were given lesser sentences, usually sold into slavery or ransomed.
2: Do I, as we are making our way through my neighborhood, hear any whispers about me or Adem?
0: Yes, you specifically, and Adem, you catch the word Adem, and then a sorrowful shake of the head, and uh, an older woman walks into her hut, and you are on the maker's path. Also, uh, would our time at
2: Roses have counted as like short rest? Absolutely. Cool, cool. I spent two hit dice, and I'm back at 44.
0: You approach your blacksmith shop from the south on the maker's path. And again, being super vigilant, you can see standing cloaked the glint of plate armor and a purple sash and plume on a helmet. There is an armored guard outside of your blacksmith shop. Mm. Lights on the first and second floor through the windows can be seen shattered glass from the explosion litters the front of the street. You are significantly down the path as you spot this man. I would like to
2: if there's an alley that would take us around the back would love to go around that way and try to see if there's any way to get closer and kind of see what's going on
0: in my shop. Certainly. I think for every side except for the maker's path, your building is flanked by other buildings of Mm -hmm. various crammed in uh, statures and sizes and shapes. And uh, you can go on the adjacent path, which we'll call Tin Street. But from the ground level, you can't see into the windows on your second floor. You would have to climb or go in the front door to enter or see what's going on. What's the plan? Have you guys discussed at all what you would do if there was resistance? I'm sure that we probably had. We had time to do that. So tell me that as uh, you are keeping an unhurried pace, making sure not to draw attention. If we talked about this beforehand, I I think that it's definitely a
2: possibility. Like We knew that there would be guards and such there given what happened earlier today. Um, What would I know... Is in my cache in the basement.
0: You have multiple items that you have squirreled away. There are several m- things that you were working on—magical things. You still have your flare canister, by the way. Yes, yeah, that's in my inventory. Do you want the actual list? I would love that. So those are the things that you know that you've finished and worked on. Oh yeah, I like it. Jonah likes opening his presents before Christmas. It's true. Ah. Uh, wh- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I'd, I I want to know if it's if it's gonna be worth it to to risk Yora on this one, and if there's <laughs> yeah, be it's some, an altruistic thing. Well, like no, I mean like worth it. For, like if there's something in it for her, I see. Yeah, I see. like if there's something that I can give to her to be for like, sure. yo, if we go here, I can give you this. You
1: got a stick? <laughs> you got a big stick? She she kills
2: with her I hands. Mean, <laughs> there's there's something that's not. It doesn't not resemble a big stick. All right, what was your question? It's a giant dildo. You made dildos too? Hey, large, large dildos.
0: So tell me what you do. You have your target in sight. What are you going to do?
2: Does Yora have any opinion on the matter of trying to get into place and do thing? Um, Just from a sheer planning perspective.
1: I think if the if the conversation was broached about like, but what if there are people there? She would be like, we, we move the people. Like, yeah. it's that mindset. So like, if you're going to do... Sub subterfuge Ryan mm-hmm. feels thinking about sneaking in uh, she'll follow but it's right. her brain is uh, doesn't understand it right. again foreign mind thing like of just just kill the problem right so then the question is if we assault
2: a dude can we do so quick enough to not make a huge alarm quick,
1: quick enough is your home is your plan
2: How long after dark is it now, since I know it took us some amount of time, after we left, after it became fully dark, to actually go back through this part of the city?
0: I think it's dusk, dark and getting darker, but as in most cities, there's still a glow of various torches and fires and such. Where she fought, was that an open air thing? No. Cool. It was a dugout floor in a ruined, unused warehouse.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Then most of this journey, she's just looking at stars.
0: Even in the smog of Baran Ue, you can see patches through the clouds of glimmering stars. The lights of the uh, the torches and, and signal fires and such that every city has are nothing compared to their their brilliance. And truly, even more majestic than all of that. Is the full moon in the sky, silvery and beautiful, hiding behind clouds as they pass through the sky, sometimes eclipsed by a building, but always there. It seems impossible, something hanging in the sky, something beautiful and mysterious, something clean and sacred, unlike the streets you're in right now. Everybody is writing furiously.
1: I'm rage writing, please. I would like to rage write.
2: (sighs) Honestly, I think the play is if there's people standing guard outside of the smithy currently, uh, if there is an alleyway to keep an eye on the spot until it's like dead of night, Um, I think that that's the play. I don't think that there's a uh, like drawing. We don't want to draw attention to ourselves uh, in this sort of situation, given all of the things that have happened today. Uh, But if there's a sort of alleyway position where we can keep an eye on it and see if the guards leave, see if it looks like they take any of my shit that we're going there to get Uh from the shop, waiting until a more opportune moment. Because I think if it's just dusk and there's
0: people there, that this is not that opportune moment. Give me a stealth roll and this will sort of determine how well you stake out and wait. 16? 16. I think you can get pretty close in the closed down carpet stand that's just across the way. You're not too far from the the plated man Uh, and can even hear um, uh, words and and conversation from within your smithy, Mm. although no, uh, nothing distinguishable. Uh, And I think at a certain point as the hours go by, I think you wait and wait and wait, and it's getting towards like 10 or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Ma'at says, Bastard. 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 Why do we not simply kill them and then take all the things that you need? Because
1: I have broached the subject already, Ma'at. Because as much as I would like to just
2: kill all of them, quickly. It was too light earlier that we would draw much more attention to ourselves. If we need to run in there and kill the lot of them, we will. But we'll wait until a more opportune time when more people around here are asleep. We can do it quickly and quietly
0: and effectively. That that seems like a good plan, bastard. Thank you. I am trying to be sneaky. I appreciate your effort. Uh I think at a certain <laughs> moment <laughs> the the robe just falls to the ground. And there's just a naked lady there. Conan. 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 She voluptuously bosomed at him nope. with her nope. snake. No, nope. no, it's not that. That's <laughs> only when he describes
1: dudes. Ladies, he's like she she's was there.
0: naked. Now I will say But the, if it's a dude, it's like the rippling. The the Robert Jordan ones? Wait, oh, awesome. the the ones that are like Wheel of Time guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. they go first of all, Conan's woke in those, <laughs> and second of all, uh, uh, he goes hard in the paint for like the woman bosomed, she wanted him because <laughs> she was, and, and she was like, oh, who's the sexy it's man? Smut. It, it's smart. It's, it's straight up. up it's straight Wait, up just smart. Conan's woke. But Conan's it's- woke. <laughs> All right, we might have to end the episode here and have this discussion. <laughs> yeah, Conan's woke. Conan literally says something like, I have never been with a woman who did not want me first or something like that. <laughs> I mean, and like, I get it. because yeah, that's good. You know, you're writing in you know, 20 years later, or 30, 40 years later, you got to kind of update some of the stuff because uh, H.P. Lovecraft and his good buddy might not have had the same social mores that we do now. Right. Um, but Conan's woke. And uh, honestly, I stand a thick king. <laughs> I stand at the king <laughs> Dog-faced pony soldier. You dog-faced pony soldier. What the fuck could that mean? I don't know, but we should work it in. That way, everybody knows a good timestamp. There's, I, I saw something. There was like Serbian insults the other day, and they were just the most vicious things I've ever seen. What, like? Um, I, uh, I, it, like one of them is like a threat, and it's like, I'll fuck everyone who touches your front door, or something like that. I don't know why, but it just seems like the most vicious thing.